Welcome. Could I please have a podcast that talks about beer or milk, thanks? Of course. Low fat, no fat, full cream, pale ale, dark lager, kettle sour, barrel aged, Belgian brown, porter, imperial stout or milkshake IPA. I just want a podcast that talks about real beer and milk. Beer and milk talks about beer and milk. And for only 2% of the runtime. I'm just going to record from now until infinity, until we get some gold. What's the storage like? Infinite? Uh... I believe last time I checked, it said about 93 hours. I think we'll... <laughs> but enough. I've got Dropbox. <laughs> Might be enough. I will read the quick intro that I did write. Are we, are we on? Yeah, we're we on. Oh, we might as well. We didn't even clear our throats. <coughs> <coughs> did you hit your chest as well? Ooh, that was a good echo. You probably, probably shouldn't be doing that with broken ribs. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that's a strong opening. Hit <laughs> your chest. Good. Oh. I'm just going to let the cat out. Oh, yeah. That's uh, well planned. Right. Well, well planned. You, you begin. I'll let the cat oh, I'll, I'll begin? Right, I'll start by myself. All right. Oh. As per the script. Sorry. Welcome to Beer, Milk, and the world's first and only podcast comparing the disparate worlds of craft beer and, of course, milk. See, interrupting. I thought we had said mm-hmm. on beer and milk. I didn't realize we kept... Anyway. Oh, no, that's... F- so, I thought beer, milk, and was nice, because then we could discuss other rubbish. See, I liked it, but everyone else thought the syntax was trash. Yeah, but syntax isn't everything. Okay, continue. <laughs> beer, milk, and... I mean, I understand. Beer and milk is nice. It has a nice ring to it. The, the advantage of beer, milk, and is we can spend one minute at the start of the podcast comparing mm. beer and milk, it's, and then just talk shit. It's also somewhat more evocative. It's going to... People are going to question it. They will, people will talk. Okay. Not, not, <laughs> not about the podcast. Let's get back to obviously. your fabulous script. Um, I'm going to just not go from the top. I might just go from where I got to. Sure. So we'll also be looking at a different topic each week, unrelated to either of the aforementioned topics. And then I put in a bit of an exclamation of wild right, just to really make it feel natural as a script. <laughs> I don't even understand what that means. It's like wild, right? We're talking about beer, milk, oh. and something else. <laughs> you got it? Don't be a script writer. You're, you're right. You're better, better off the cuff. <laughs> um, now, I thought I'd introduce us as well as part of the intro. Your hosts are not only brothers, but have spent some time together. One of us likes beer. The other doesn't. Mm. Uh, I'm Max, the beer brother, and with me is Earl who I would say brought along today's milk, but I've actually provided the milk for today's episode. So the genesis of this was that Max likes beer, and he was like, oh, we should do a podcast and review beers, but I don't like beer, which we realised may not be a detracting factor, uh, given that there are lots of people who don't like beer. So we're going to have a beer lover and a beer hater's review of beer, and then some other things as well. Like, anyway, sorry, I won't jump ahead to the products. So, <laughs> no, not yet. We need to get some endorsements uh, before we can... Endorsements? <laughs> Did we get one? Uh, not yet, but it's come. Yeah. It's in the pipeline. Today, I thought we'd talk about beer, milk, and pilots. Now, pilots being the pilot episode of a show is what mm. I was thinking, but one could extrapolate that to any other form of pilot or indeed ignore what I made up late or early one morning and just make up some rubbish but anyway uh at this point i put in my script in parentheses open can 
so that we can get that sound on the uh, podcast. All right. Should we do that? Is that the can of milk? Uh, well, we can do both. Should we Should we do one, then the other? Yeah. yeah. Now, do we go alphabetical order? Well, beer first, obviously. All right, so let's hopefully this actually... Right, we're going to read the, I think, the name first before you... Because it might have a different sound. Oh, well, see, the script that I've written includes some information about the beer. Not the beer that we're drinking today, mind you, because this was written before I drank that beer. We're going to have to scratch the script. <laughs> today, let's go with your thing. Well, no, look, okay, no, I'll explain the beer. Um, but the problem is, I have... Some, some information about this beer it might take me some time I feel like opening it is a good way to open the discussion sure you're the boss <laughs> alright that sounded like a can sounded like a fart alright so my first instinct is it looks very dark I mean your eyes do not deceive thee which is concerning because typically dark things are stronger and I hate beer I'll pour it nice and evenly, half and half. So. <laughs> I was sort of hoping we might, this might be a let's have a sip, taste, and spit jar situation, but that does not appear to be what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I, I forgot the sip, <laughs> spit to the spittoon. No, we're not spittooners. So it is quite dark, I agree. Not quite. Uh, it looks more like Coca Cola that's not translucent. Yeah. So this is. But the head is perhaps a similar colour to what Coke head might be. <laughs> my first thought is genuine concern do we drink before we uh, describe what we're drinking I guess that would be more authentic if that's what was what we were going yeah alright what are you smelling I'm just thinking if I should be doing it like wine with a twirl and a waft um, just don't twirl it over the edge of the glass but otherwise you could do it does taste or smell I should say I haven't actually tried it yet but it smells of dark roasted malts I'm getting some coffee perhaps I was thinking more watery beer <laughs> my but, first thought was hoppy but then I realised I don't know what hops smell like a bit like marijuana ah so it's not hoppy whoa <laughs> 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 that's got a kick I suppose we should maybe discuss what we're drinking sure I don't know it's strong <laughs> it is beer it is strong and bitter there is some bitterness, I can care. So today we've got the Australian Spiced Rum Porter from Vale Brewing Company out of South Australia. See, if I had heard Spiced Rum Beer, I would have thought, ooh, this could be interesting. <laughs> but starting with the taste of strong bitterness without any depth or subtlety, now I'm just sceptical of the title. <laughs> vale is a brewery from McLaren Vale in South Australia actually Australian owned good start they make beers some of them are alright this particular one now I know you're not a huge fan of beer but I am actually getting a little bit of rum not maybe the spiced so much but there's a, actually a hint of sweetness I get, I get your bitterness that's typical of a porter and it's actually not a bad example of a porter Surprisingly, so I'm not surprised you don't like it. It's, uh, I mean, if you're not a liker of beer, you would strongly dislike this beer. <laughs> That's about all I have to say about it. If you like beer, well, you better listen to Max because, yeah, I mean, are you, you are obviously a coffee lover as well. So, are you getting any coffee notes out of the beer? 
That could be why I dislike it so much. Because I, it's the combination of two drinks that I strongly dislike. Let me just try again. Because <laughs> I think it's it's actually quite nice. The head's lingering in the glass. So we're a few minutes in and there's still head on there. It's not just watery at the top. It's a pretty good colour actually, the head. It's sort of a... So the, the only sense that I can think of coffee is that burnt aftertaste that you get from bad coffee. Oh yeah. But I've only, I have so little coffee that that's about the extent of my knowledge of coffee. Yeah, I mean, if you if you pull a coffee shop through at 97 degrees, you're going to end up with burnt coffee, which is kind of what you're getting in this beer. So this is like a strong burnt beer. Yeah. You're really selling it. Yeah. <laughs> the rum in this is from Bean Lee Distillery, which is an Australian-owned distillery as well. You couldn't taste it. And... I w- now, given that someone could theoretically be listening and actually interested in procuring these beers, are you going to do any form of a, a rating, a star system? I think we should, but I haven't figured out what it should be. So maybe we can ruminate on the uh, the best rating system. And maybe the rating system has to include, in some way, both products. So Seems very unscientific. Mm, it does. <laughs> <laughs> But I was thinking, I mean, maybe you're rated in a system of perhaps glass size and then a quantity of glasses. So maybe you have a, sh- a shot glass or you have like a sink is probably the worst. I don't understand. So you pour, if you don't like something at all, pour it down the sink. Off milk probably goes direct to sink. Mm. So I'm thinking maybe sink is the worst rating. So for example, a five star rating, but each re- star rating has a... A descriptor. Well, I feel like maybe it's sort of a, almost an exponential scale in a way. So mm. the star, it, like a star rating seems quite linear, but mm. it, the ratings always end up in the same area, I find. So I, I think you need a rating system that you can use to, to actually learn from. Because three stars means nothing. Would you agree? Not particularly, but I'm happy to go with it. <laughs> so my theory that I've just come up with is, as I said, sink. Mm-hmm. Perhaps thimble or shot glass as something that, you know, you're happy to have tasted because now you've, you're better. But you don't want to have it anymore. Yeah, you couldn't thimble. have more than a thimble, but okay. You, okay. you're glad that you've tried something sure. different. Um, sure. Then perhaps you go pot, which is, you know, you're happy to have a glass. And then... But it wears thin. Yeah, I think so. And that could be something that's very high in alcohol as well. Like maybe you don't... And then I was thinking pint... Or, or jug or something. I don't think there's... Or a, even number of jugs, like 26 un, jugs. It's mm. unnecessary to have multiple glass sizes. Yeah. If you're going okay. from sink to thimble, then I think you can go from glass to jug. Well, perhaps in, instead of elsewhere. pot, we go pint then. I feel like it's probably a more... Also, you could change from quantitative to qualitative at that point. Mm. Go from you go from your pot to, you know, gift. Oh, Willie, would you inflict it on others? Yeah. I don't mind that as a rate. Because, because I don't think... You wouldn't inflict the thimble if we're, having a, if we're having a craft beer, I mean, I don't know because I don't understand beer drinkers, but just because you would, even if you'd really like it, you might not want a whole jug. Yeah. You might want to give, yeah, it, that's, give it as a, as a gift. That is valid. And then so would the, gift and then be in between and then you go to high volume? Or is that what we're thinking? I don't thinking, know or if, if volume is... Is important. So perhaps you've got sink, thimble... I like thimble pot. more than shot glass, I think. Gift, yep. above pot. Yep. And then 
it's sort of then it's your five star, which is. Do you just go ceiling? Well, at that point. Uh, or 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 is there no like, ceiling? If it's a really good, interesting beer, you want to drink it. You also want to give it as a gift. If it's even better than that, you don't want to. You don't want to give it away. <laughs> you want to keep it yourself. So, so like the Scrooge McDuck. The Scrooge McDuck. The Scrooge. I don't know the reference, but well, sure. You don't know Scrooge McDuck. But I've heard. He's the guy that keeps all the money for himself, swims in a pool of his own money. Sounds good. It sounds like a good dude, but... This is a Scrooge. I think <laughs> no. room for it. I think we leave that without a conclusion until we, we are sure. I think we could safely say that this doesn't reach the Scrooge level at this point. Oh, this is... And look, we may come up with differing ratings. I mean... I think there's a very good chance. For example, this is Thimble to Sink Ooh. from where I'm sitting. I mean, I can see you've hardly consumed a Thimble. <laughs> I think I have to finish it. I think that's part of it. Yeah, and that's I think that's part of why the rating works because if you've made it through the cup and you've gone, okay, that's probably a pot. That's fair. That's probably a pot. Whereas if yeah. you've really struggled to make through it but you're still glad you tried it, yeah. even if it's only for great content mm-hmm. and worldwide fame and recognition um yeah which is why we're doing this podcast that we're never going to release that's <laughs> look i did i did look into <laughs> podcast hosting the other day you can do it for free so excellent wait you're not paying me uh-huh. no i mean well <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm giving you half a beer true worth it right. well so, i've uh, finished mine the beer portion evidently i'm It'll be a while. Um, so let's... I, I might actually rate mine, I think. Mm-hmm. Now, I actually... I, personally, I think it is a reasonable example of a porter. It's got a little bit of that sort of dark chocolate coffiness. Um, it's not overly watery. It may be a little bit watery, but not, not too terrible. Um, I, if, I'm, if it's a cold night and I want something to drink, I would happily go for something like this. Uh, maybe I'd want something that's a bit stronger. It actually sits at only a 4.5% alcohol, which is probably on the lower end for for craft, I find. I mean, if I was going to have to sit through this, I'd want it to be much stronger. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. If that was sitting at an 8% or a 10%, at least it, it'd be worthwhile. At least I'd understand why I was struggling with it. Mm. Um, because at a paltry 45 I'm wondering what value I'm getting at all. <laughs> As I mentioned before, mainly content. I Small mean. amount of background here is that I typically drink to get drunk more than for enjoyment. Mm. Um, so but I, there is pleasure in being drunk. Well, yes, but not necessarily getting there, particularly if I'm drinking... A so you're more of a destination than a journeyman. <laughs> not in life, but in alcohol, sure. So I personally would not be taking the the Vale Australian Spiced Rum Porter as a path to drunkenness. That's it's fair. A thimble to sink for me. That's fair. Um, I, personally, I would happily have a pot of this if the conditions are right. Tonight it is pretty cold. I actually don't mind it, but it's all right. It wouldn't be the first thing I grab that's sitting in my fridge. I mean, tonight, yes, but that's because we're doing a test run of the podcast and I didn't want to waste a good beer on a test run. Um, and I think that's pretty much where it sits for me. I'd, I'd happily have a pot. I wouldn't really want to gift it to anyone except maybe a mate that has untapped that hasn't checked it in. Um, 
and that's a fairly specific yes, usage yes. case. So I, I'm, so perhaps for the rating purposes, <laughs> I'm going to put that one by the wayside. Um, so for me, I think it is a pot. Um, I, I might no, it is it is a pot. I think as a porter, it's not a bad porter. Um, I'm always disappointed with things say they're something and you don't really get it. In this case, the spiced rum. Um, there was a beer that I had last year that was meant to be a spiced pumpkin porter. And it was a really nice porter. Nicer than this one, funnily enough. But there was no spiced pumpkin. And I was disappointed, even though the beer was nice, because there was no spiced pumpkin. Why I, put it on the tin? Fair. I support that. Um, the, I, I will say that I'm not as repulsed at the end of my glass as I was at the start. But that could just be the killing of my taste buds. Possibly. I'd be interested to see over the course of, you know, seasons one through six of this podcast, yeah. um, if every beer gets better, as in over the course of drinking it, or if there is one that actually gets worse the more you drink, because well, I mean, I st- that would be unusual. I mean, I went through, it. I was really struggling at the 25% mark, mm. but now that I'm Sort I of a thimbleful in. Yeah. After I got through the first thimble, from thimble to half pot, I was, that was tough. Hmm. Um, now I'm kind of still out half a pot. <laughs> it's a dull suffering now, rather than a sharp pain. I mean, I think the beer's done its job. Improvement. Yeah. Mm. Maybe um, I learned to like beer, but not likely. So one thing I didn't think about. I mean, did we move on to milk? I think we should. Um, now I didn't think about how to pour this particular milk because it's in quite a special <clears throat> container, as you can see. So I'll I'll describe the milk as it's. Allegedly by offering, even though Max provided it. It is, I'm assuming, long life. I believe so, but where I got it in a Airbnb, um, where they provide milk for your coffees, and it was in the fridge. So theoretically... So top dollar. I mean, it does have a date on the top, so that's probably one way to check. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the first date I read was 24th of January, 2021. Ah, yes. Which has passed by a few months, so I was concerned. But I don't know what that represents, perhaps produced. Or packaged, uh, even. It says PD, so... Oh, PD. Something yeah. date, uh, and the best before is... Or pack date. I, I would suspect pack date. So they've given it a use-by of one year, so it's a long-life milk. Uh, small container, 200 mil. It's brand Australia's own, and it's full cream milk. No added sugar. No added sugar. Fat percentage, I like to know with my milks. <laughs> because... Is that what you go for when so you're... A bit of background here. Max has an extensive history of drinking beer. And I have been known to... <clears throat> critique chocolate milk. Which was probably where the idea of milk came from. When I was living in Canada, I would buy a selection of chocolate milks from the supermarket and take them to my friend's house where I was catch surfing. And we had this idea of doing blind taste testing, but we were too excited typically to drink the milk. So the blind but rarely came about. Um, so that there was some bias brought in by expectation. Uh, but nevertheless, higher fat content typically leads to a better product, in my opinion. As a side note, to combine a few, you know, one of my side worlds of coffee, high fat content really aids when you're trying to froth milk as well. 
So typically that's where I would prefer my milk to sit. Interesting. Now, while you're figuring out, I suppose what's in the milk, one would imagine cow juice, um, and not too much else, you'd hope, but being long life, who knows? So the ingredient is full cream milk. I mean, that sounds pure. You can't argue with that. Now, I... I was concerned about the pouring. I was not um, convinced by the fat content. It could be 3.2, but I'm not sure. It sounds high. I'm going to do the noise thing, but it's got it's like a one of those straws with a little foil top. So, ooh, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if you caught that on uh, on tape. But great sound, great sound. Uh, what more than you could really hope for? Ooh. You only got some of the milk on your pants. So I think that's a win, really. There was definitely some ended up in the glass. Um, so, you know, that's that's quite good. I was, yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> it's not a strong happening. Um, there is... <laughs> there's some good squirting going on. Um, oh. I, I do respect the pressure you're applying to the carton. I probably would have, yeah. Opened it beforehand and had some method of pouring. Uh, it would have been a good call. Um, that's right. We've got there eventually. Initial thoughts? Um, look, there's a fair head on the milk, which I think probably comes from the uh, the pressure of pour. Yeah. Um, there's a bit of force at the tap. So, I mean, from that perspective, if you're making coffee, for example, your job's half done. I mean, it, I mean, I can see what. Um, it's very white. Look, my initial. It actually looks quite creamy, but yeah, it's it you can thick. see sort of almost some cream sort of sitting on the edge if if you move the cup from side to side. Mm. Well, it, it lingers. It, if you were having wine, you'd say it has good legs. Nothing unfortunate in the smell. It's a clean smell. That's probably more of an age thing. I'm not getting any of that. You know how you can get the spring, like the grass smell in, in fresh milk? I actually don't, but I'll take you over it. Yeah, neither do I, but that's something our father <laughs> uh, used to always say, so I've got to sound like I know my milk. <laughs> mm, all right. Ooh, initially, I thought this actually is quite a nice milk. Mm-hmm. The very first sip. And then it, I don't know, something, it's almost a bit funky. I think it's that long life aftertaste. Mm. There's a, I don't know what it is. The ingredients say it's just milk, but long life milk has a distinctive taste. Now, I'm sure, I know how much research you've done leading into the podcast. Oh, so obviously you've researched your milk styles. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to pasteurization of milk, do you know the process? Can you enlighten us and the listeners? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I My very limited knowledge that I may be making up, but could be true, um, is that it has something to do with heating the milk. Um, but I'm, as I said, I'm kind of making it up. Um, so the heating may have nothing to do with it at all. I would love to have something to add, but I don't. I Initial thoughts are, it is noticeable that it's a long-life milk as opposed to a fresh milk. Having said that, 
It's pretty good. It's quite creamy. Uh, it's quite good. It's, it's creamier than I was expecting from a free Airbnb long life milk. It is quite creamy. I think maybe it is 3.2% fat. Yeah, you so can that, taste that extra 0.2% fat. I, I mean, maybe not the 0.2, but certainly the one, I reckon 1.2 I can taste. So where do you typically like your milk or the fat percentages? The higher the better. Uh, if it's below 2%, I'm not interested. <laughs> so where do you stand on Smarter White? Because we will, I'm sure, at some point over the course of this long-standing I, podcast. I will be very upset, but Smarter White... I don't know who it's supposed to be smarter for, but it's not the consumer. <laughs> Maybe they're making more money on it. I don't know. It's ridiculous. Well, so if you water down milk, you've got to be making money because water's pretty cheap. So some of the skim, smart, reduced milks are more expensive than the original because they're factoring in the price of whatever they do to it, which could just be adding water. Surely, if it is purely adding water, you then don't add cost because the, the prime ingredient is cheaper. Yeah, but this is a marketing situation. That's fair. To, they are looking out, they're looking after your health, aren't they, by removing that 0.1% fat. And then if you, if you want smarter milk, buy a full cream, add a cup of water or two, and you've just got more for less. That is true. So, ridiculous. Anyway, this one... I believe that the high fat content that I got in the ingredients, total fat, 3.2 grams out of 100 mil, I believe it. Now, in terms of specific gravity, does that actually make it 3.2%? Or well, is the grams per 100... Like, how, do, how, does the, how does the percentage work? Or is it just in grams, so it doesn't matter? Look, I am very confused by this. And when I read through the per 100 mil, it's pretty unclear what I'm reading. And in fact, grams per mil is also inherently confusing. I'm confused. <laughs> so I'm glad we've established that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel much better about myself knowing that... Uh... But fat content aside, Australia's own full cream, long life milk, pretty good. So the next... Do we have the same ratings or do we need to come up with a separate rating system for milk? I think that's the important... I think the same ratings, even if it doesn't make sense entirely. Uh, it may not. Because, personally, I even just at the gifting stage, a milk's going to have to be pretty special to gift. Yeah, but I think that it would actually be interesting. I mean, it's more of a social convention issue than it is a beverage quality issue. Yeah, well, yeah someone gave me a quality milk, I'd be stoked. <laughs> I'll <laughs> keep that in mind. When we come across the milk in milk? our programming that... Uh... If someone comes to me with a glass jar of milk from that they brought from Freshly the dairy, squeezed from the cow. Freshly squeezed from the dairy, I'd be stoked. I would love to try that. Mm. And it's a useful thing. Beer is just trying to damage your health and it doesn't even touch milk taste. I thought it might be in the thimble area, but it definitely... It actually got better. Uh, the creaminess is, is good. And it, it, yeah. even when I'm not currently drinking, I'm still feeling a bit of that mm-hmm. sort of thick creaminess, which is it's not unpleasant. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to struggle in my own head with doing the same rating system. <laughs> because for me, when I think of milk, the main thing I have milk with is coffee. Do I want a pot of milk for a coffee? It's too much milk. I like, I like just a... I like a thimble full of milk in my coffee, and I don't drink a whole lot of milk by itself. But I mean, this started out as a 
beer review, and then we thought we'd give it a, a humorous twist. So, but I feel like we've been quite serious with the milk. Well, I'm serious about my milk. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, and I, I mean, I think our rating system makes sense for beer, but I think it's also indicative of a, it's still fitting a five star rating indirectly. Except we don't know what the fifth star is at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's the one where you don't want to give it to anyone else because it's too good. Yeah. I think that's the greed is the key. Yeah. So where, where are you placing the Australia's own full cream? Can we just go mine as the top rating? I think it needs something more, more oomph. By the way, I've gone back to the beer and I'm not enjoying it. I did run out of beer, unfortunately. I was wondering if it's worth doing multiple beers and milks in a podcast I would say or whether we almost stop one podcast get a new beer and milk and start a new podcast so for longevity we could have a bit of a bank so when we do release every week um, we've got something good to go if we can't catch up in that week I think that's something to decide at a later date Mm. but now I'm going to need your milk rating yeah I've been delaying this for as long as possible because I'm just struggling to get my head around the system. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think I think that long life milk thing is, is going to stop me from saying a pot, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is interesting. I mean, I would, I'm really glad I've tried it. So 100% it hits thimble. 100%. Like, yeah. I'm glad I've tried it. I now understand a bit more about long-life milk. There's no repulsion. And I think over my history of milk, this is one of the better long-life milks I've had. I, that's my but, initial feeling. But how does that then rate to fresh milk? Because I feel like fresh I milk think, or even flavoured milk... like I think that our audience is an intelligent group. <laughs> I mean, so far and... I'll be the only one listening to it. So I'm <laughs> going to say yes. I mean, and, and humble. And, and, and humble. Absolutely humble. And I suspect that... I mean, you're listening to the description, not just the, the outcome. So it may be that long-life milks are, milks are being measured against them, each other, or maybe... Mm. I mean, are they being me- what are they being measured against? It's, it's on a system, you know? Is it a pot? It doesn't matter what it's against. Is it a pot? Is it a thimble? Yeah, I mean, it's really got to go on its own merits, doesn't it? And when, At the when, end of the we're day. We're going to describe. Like, it is noticeably a long life milk there is a distinctive flavor to that um you know what you're in for and look that has its benefits i mean i picked this one up i think two weeks ago if that was a fresh milk and we were drinking that tonight it'd be a sink i've got a black and gold full cream milk that just lives in my fridge how long's that been there for a month or two that maybe that should be in an upcoming episode. Uh, it could be, but then I'll have to get another one because <laughs> that's my backup milk for when I don't have any fresh stuff. So it's an opened long life black and gold. No, ah. once you open. Well, that's why I was concerned. Okay. About. <laughs> I was I was wondering how much funk you were willing so to put when up. When I with. say it's in the fridge, that's just because I'm in preparation. In preparation. So yes. Yeah. That, no, that makes sense. At the proper temperature. Now, did you give it a rating? Uh, no, no, I managed to avoid that. Um, what I'm concerned about as well is I don't want us to all rate everything the same way, which I know perhaps our beers were not rated the same, um, but I'm almost leaning to the pot as well. Um, you can't be swayed by other people. You've got to give it a true, a true rating. If you think it's a pot, it's a pot. 
I mean, I was actually pretty happy to drink that. And maybe a thimbleful wouldn't be He's, enough. Oh, for a second there, I thought you were going to sneak higher. I thought you were about to <laughs> oh, go off tap. To gift. It's a gift. To gift. No, I look, I can't go to gift. Um, again, it would be a very specific circumstance. Really, could one if it was a milk Earl hadn't tried, then perhaps I might. But could one really, would you really gift a long life milk? That this could be a limiting factor. Are you really going to... Is there going to be any long In fact, life maybe milk? that's just where long life sits. Like, that is the, the ceiling of long life. Is you, you're not going to gift long life. And I think we are at the upper end of long life milk here. I agree. And it, it is interesting when you think of think of gifts, because having got it from an Airbnb, which I paid for the Airbnb, but the milk was a bit of a freebie in there. Now, is that them gifting us the long life milk? This is deep and irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, look... Yeah, I'm feeling my arms being twisted. Yeah. Um, so, no, look, I, I'm going to go back with my gut. I'm going to go for the thimble. Okay. Um, and it is just, it's it's purely the, the long life factor because if it didn't have that sort of, I don't know, processed, there's something about long life that has a bit of a different flavor. If it didn't have that, mm. and it was just the creamy milk flavor that we that we are getting as well, yeah. that would easily be a pot for me. Yeah, like I, I would happily be like, yeah, I'll drink a glass of that. Now, on a subsequent episode, I am going to find out how they make milk long life, and it still only has one ingredient, which is milk. <laughs> That's why I assume temperature, because what can you change without adding or subtracting ingredients? Yeah. I mean, Temperature, pressure, but we don't know what they do with regular milk anyway. They've still got to pasteurize regular milk, not just long life milk. That's a fair point. So, <laughs> whatever pasteurizing is may not be the answer. So, yeah, I think what we have revealed over the course of this podcast is we're not absolute experts in our fields. Um, mm, but, but part of the reason of doing an undertaking such as this is to improve oneself. And I think we will both learn, uh, whether that's that we are rubbish at hosting podcasts or whether that is the true details of pasteurizing. I think, um, whatever it is, there will be self-improvement. And in terms of life goals and how we rate the significance of them, understanding of milk quality and beer reviewing would have to be up there with something that's really going to add value to your life and the life of those around you. (laughs) (laughs) I've got broken ribs and laughter is still on the edge of comfort. It's about... So are you in the sweet spot or are you... uh, We're about... I'm about nine days into my recovery now and two days ago laughing was not was not a happy time at this stage it's not so bad now but punching yourself in the chest as you began well, the podcast um thankfully i punched very high <laughs> now are we talking about pilots is that well yes i i'm a bit disappointed because i started my introduction script um and i didn't get to say my personal highlight and the reason I think I have the credentials to be in this podcast. I don't think it's too late. You don't think it's too We're late? We're still just getting warmed up. That is true. This is the beginning. <laughs> this is the, still in the introduction of this first episode, which may yeah. go for several hours. So I'll, uh, I'll think I'll read it verbatim um, 
including the introduction for the beer that I uh, have already drunk on holidays a couple of weeks ago. Now, bear in mind, this is written down um, and I'm reading it from that. It's not, I'm not off the cuff coming up with gold like this. Um, my mother used to say the most important meal of the day is breakfast. So what better way to begin our first episode with today's beer, the breakfast pastry stout from Deeds Brewing. As the resident beer expert, Earl, what do you get? So I figured that was a good way to sort of introduce the beer. Um, it made less sense when we didn't drink that beer. Also, I don't understand it at all. How are the resident beer expert and what do I get? Well, I assumed that was the point where you were smelling or looking at the beer. Um, so that's that's sort of well, what's the genesis get, of that. In what do you? Yeah, what are you getting from the beer? What, are you happy with how the color? I mean, we did cover this when we did the beer, so I'm I'm happy that what I wrote, in essence, <laughs> would have led to what we got, um, <laughs> with less awkwardness. Um, so uh, that's. I mean, in terms of room for improvement, I'd say script writing. Yep, <laughs> I haven't finished though, so okay. I don't know if you really. I mean, we are getting up to the point where I was actually pretty pretty happy with it. So, um, as I said, I'm Max, the uh, brother who enjoys his beer. My credentials include winning the inaugural Bright Mystery Beer Competition, which netted me a sweet year of free beer. I'm also a liquor manager at a small town supermarket, so you could say I'm a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Earl, do you think I'm a big deal? I mean, he's not a small man, my brother. Uh, significant, could be described as a stout human. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I'm getting caught up on the Bright Brewery Mystery Beer Competition. Did you cheat? No. Okay, because as as a manager of a liquor department, it's highly suspicious. I, I understand where you're coming from. I certainly had access to more of the mystery beer than most of the, the punters that were going for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did check with the brewery with whom I purchased the beer from, uh, and they were happy for me to enter. So if, it, if the brewery is happy for me to enter, I feel that that's fair enough that I enter. Now, something genuine that I've often wondered about these year supply or lifetime supply of something. What does that mean? Uh... As you could imagine, it varies a lot depending on the company doing the competition. Um, so are you referring specifically to Bright or more the well, concept this, of a year's supply? In this, in, in this instance, what, was, what, what represents a, a year's supply? I believe it was four cases of mixed beer over the course of a year. Okay. Which, what are we at? It's 96 beers. You probably shouldn't be drinking a beer every day. Um, <laughs> you know, once every three days, that's probably a healthy, healthy person's supply of beer for a year. Any beer is healthy, but sure. Well, I mean, there are reports out there paid for by big beer <laughs> that say drinking a beer could be good for some parts of one's health. <laughs> sounds, sounds very like thorough, unbiased research. Uh, yeah, I mean... I must say, I've read more in the wine sphere. Um, there's certainly many reports. More marketing, well, not more money behind it, perhaps. There, there are many reports of red wine in moderation being good for things. 
um, such as getting drunk, uh, yes. obviously. Yes, I um, can confirm that. Dyeing your teeth red for the evening. Um, yep. I went to college with a guy who we called Dr. Red Tooth because he was quite partial to the Mannix uh, wine carafe. And his fine? teeth... No. Yeah. Uh, it was a guy that had... Uh, he had red hair as well. And unfortunately, his teeth were like really sucked in the red colour mm. when he drank red wine. So his teeth actually went red. So, and he was studying to be a doctor. Hence the Dr. Red Tooth. Mm. Um, which, it was a good time. Sounds unfortunate. <laughs> it, it was. <laughs> now, do you need to finish your pre-written scripts? Uh, no, because the next part, I uh, I was writing a script for my next podcast. Ah. Uh, assuming that you would Is wouldn't... this a, a, uh, an offshoot competition, or do you mean the second episode of the... Well, no, um, it, was, it was more just assuming that you wouldn't come to be part of the podcast uh, and then I might have to just talk to myself yes. for hours on end. So I was going to come up with my own podcast, which could be better conversation, um, which, which I was going to call mystery, good things, beer of the week. Mm. Um, and then I thought I could have a whole raft of podcasts, which is mystery, good things. And then whatever the topic was. Mm-hmm. And then I figured it's more enjoyable to have a conversation with someone so I haven't started that podcast yet. Although far less productive. If someone actually wanted to learn something about beer, this would be a particularly inefficient way to do it. <laughs> but, I mean, if you want to learn something about beer, as an expert, can I recommend drinking it? It seems like we have an expert, because that's good. <laughs> that's fair call. Cool. I just like that. Well, uh, what are our thoughts? Look, I'm afraid our glasses are all empty. We've managed to polish off both beer, milk... And anything else in the room? Nice little segue there. <laughs> smooth. Very smooth. <laughs> um, so we're really at a, a bit of a, a crossroads. Do we want to continue with a second beverage, a second podcast, or call it a night? I'm probably leaning towards calling it a night, reviewing the situation, and realising how incredible we are. Look, that's fair. Do we also hope that I hit record at the start? I think it's... I'm indifferent. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to check because it would be unfortunate. I think... Or fortunate. No No grant loss. No, it has been recording. We've um, we've hit 44 minutes. I feel like that's that's fair. Um, That is is a long time for a very limited discussion. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing how little you can discuss in 45 minutes. Absolutely. we probably don't need it to go for an hour for one drink each. I absolutely do not think we do. Because at that point, the alcohol will be leaving your system again. So what's the point? Well, man after my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is our soon-to-be-infamous sign-off? Look, that's a, that is a very good question. I, I think it has to be witty. So we could be here for a while. Yeah. Were you happy to do a, a 93-hour podcast, did you say, at the start? Yeah. Can we just... Let's settle in. Can we um, just let the microphone go with just background noise while we uh, do some Google research for... Um, it could be more soothing than Just the, the keyboard keyboard tapping away, yeah. <laughs> trying to find a witty, witty we rejoinder. we moments of silence while we drank, so... That is true. And maybe that's what people want from a podcast like peace. this, is, is peace. Peace and quiet. You that's, know, why you, that's why you tune in. People, people get so much nonsense 
in their everyday life. And sometimes you just want to switch off. And when you're, when you're listening to our podcast, you have the opportunity to just switch off. Without missing anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because nothing was said. <laughs> um, well, I suppose I've been Max. I've been Earl. And we've enjoyed beer, milk... And 